Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Good evening. Were you meditating, Ryan? Yes, I was. Oh, that was so amazing to watch. I do it a little. Do you do it every episode? I do, yeah, right before we start. Oh, man. It's it's weird. I, like, weirdly feel like preparing to do this is a little like preparing for, like, a wrestling match or, yeah, like, man. a major, like, sporting event. <laughs> like, I get, like, I get psyched up. I like and that. And so I got to meditate so that I keep my calm and I, and I don't talk too fast. I can keep calm. I can collect my thoughts. I'm just like perform in the moment. <laughs> I like that. Dude, that's why. That's why you're the rhino. You know rhinos meditate five hours a day. <laughs> Do they? No. I don't know. Is you it, don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, well, I guess we can't, do do can't horses meditate? You, do, you went to like the horse meditation place. Do horses meditate? Yeah. I, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Most random intro. Yeah. Anyway, this is episode 70. It's Spicy Boy Studios. ISS. You know, another lunch. Beep. Beep. Just in the distance. In the distance. Bleeping. Houston, we have a problem. What's a problem? I'm Houston right now. What's a problem, Ryan? We're getting too spicy Ooh. in the station tonight. <laughs> Hashtag fire hazard. <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag too hot to handle. Hashtag, hashtag too cold too, to hold. Too cold to handle. <laughs> to, ha- to squeeze. <laughs> Is it cold too in here cold. right now? Because we all have jackets on. Dude. Uh, I mean, I always wear my jacket. <laughs> it's wintertime in Texas. Hey, we should all be proud right now. We are all three wearing different jackets this evening. That's right. I feel like we usually were wearing almost the exact same thing. Brad's wearing a nice jacket. Why are you... Why is only my jacket nice? You guys are rocking Levi's. Well, yeah, but Howler Brothers is Howler like, Brothers is better than Levi's. Howler Brothers is like the is it? Yeah, it's like it's more expensive than Levi's. To make it better, it's like the <laughs> the Louis Vuitton to like the JC Penney brand. Yeah. But it is made in China, dude. Everything's really? made in China. Yeah, this isn't this isn't made here. In, is it? What? I know. Howler Brothers. What? Nope. Everything is. It's like. Yeti's not made in. Is that disc- Yeti's made in China? Wait, is that disclosed in their website? <laughs> yes, but they have like up. a okay, store in a factory. I thought but that's not a factory; it's just a store. Just, a, I think it's their design studio. <sighs> but you know, have you guys just, thought about having <sighs> Spicy Boys merch? Of yes. course, Ryan. Do you have any yeah. ideas? Well, I'm still bummed out about this whole Howard Brothers thing. Well, Brad, I'm what do you want to tell me next? Is Santa Claus not real, <laughs> dude? Well. Alright, sorry. sorry. Sorry for all the children listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. I, I, I can promise you one thing, Ryan. If we do have Spice Boy merch, it won't be made in China. We made in the Philippines. I, I know people. <laughs> I'm down. I know people. Can we get a? Can we get a white? <laughs> can we get a white rhino horn? <laughs> God, Ryan, my heart <laughs> skipped a beat. That was the Hold first. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not address what just happened here. Can I or just, do we have to? Uh, we have to. Okay. Ryan almost 
out of excitement, <laughs> out of excitement, he almost. I didn't meditate for long enough. Yeah, I think that's the thing. That was not. A, yeah, you almost uh, poured your beer on on our <laughs> road. Uh, what's the name of this thing again? The Roadcaster Podcaster. Pro. Roadcaster Pros. Yeah. Hey, that's a good point. Out of seventy episodes, we've never spilt any drinks on equipment. Jody spilt some on the table. But it's on the table, but yeah. Count. But yeah. the fact that we put all the equipment on the table itself <laughs> next to multiple beers, that's pretty good, guys. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. Let's try to keep it that way. Hey, not today. Not today. <laughs> not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> um, speaking of Satan. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Our segue, Ryan. Uh, what, you have any uh, ideas for Spicy Boys merch? Uh, yeah, a right wine. You know how they how they have those like horn, um, uh, like mugs that you can have, like the Game of Thrones one. They're like they're like horns. Oh yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. Like oh, mugs. like hollowed yeah. out horns. A white rhino horn mug, <laughs> like a real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I Why like, not? Well, okay. I feel like you. I feel like you can make. <laughs> I feel like you know people. Let me make that happen. No, dude, no, that's gonna be real. I think it's illegal. Yeah. I mean, they're all almost dead. It, I mean, Not all there's no no, there's no male ones left because that uh, was the last male one. You are the last male one. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But still, a good idea. I like. Mm. Yeah, there's a. It's not a chalice. No. 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 It's more what what so, the uh, the the widelings would drink. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like ales. What, what's his name? Mead. Uh, what was Mead. Mead. What was his name? The the redheaded guy. Uh, oh, oh come on, guys! Started uh, with a T. Yeah, was it Tom Tomrick? Tomrick? No, no. Tomlin. <laughs> Ton. It's T. Uh, You're right. Tolfers. I like how you both said Tornin. yeah, yeah, no, no. Tonin. Melatonin. No. Was his name Melatonin? Uh, we're, look go, it up. we're going yeah. way too long on yeah, this. No. Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, I think it's Tomrick. Todrick. Podrick. No. Ginger guy. Google Ginger yeah. from we're, Game we're of close. Thrones. We're close. We're <laughs> close. I did redhead and Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me Rosie. No. Oh, Rosie. Oh, Rose no. Oh, no, no. Yeah. 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 She um, was great. Oh, we got we to gotta sell this. It's T. We know it's T. It starts with a T. My little brother is going to be so ashamed of this. Uh, he drank... <sighs> He, the, the giant slayer was his nickname. Yeah. Yeah, he drank uh, milk from uh, like giants or yeah. something. Tormund? Tormund. T-R-M-U-N-D. Yeah. Tormund Giants Bane. There yeah. you go. Yeah. His last name's Giants Bane? No, I think that was his nickname. Oh. That was like his given name. <laughs> Jeez. What about you, Brad? What a Spicy yeah. Boys merch. If you could sell any Spicy Boys merch in the back of your trunk right now. <laughs> He already does sell it right <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm, right. Yeah. It would probably be. <laughs> I don't want to say what it'd be. It'd probably be like a denim jacket with like Dude. something embroidered on the back. Oh, <laughs> see. That's bad. Or like a patch. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. Everyone can. Like just a patch you could put on a jacket. Yeah. So that thing like 50 bucks a piece mm -hmm. for a patch. That's a good idea. I mean, but if I'm trying to be practical, it'd be yeah. like a hat. Yeah. hat. That's how I was going to say. Hat like or t-shirt. Nice hat. Yeah. yeah. Or a beer glass. Come on. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, like, we should do coffee mugs, so. Yeah. 
if you guys have any uh, um, suggestions for Spice Boys merch, you know, comment on Instagram at Spicy Boys Podcast or and like T-shirts with our faces on it, dude. I wear that. Kind of like the Pep Boys logo, but all three of our faces. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the Spicy Boys. Jesus Christ! How have we not thought of this before? Oh my God! <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I just that's amazing. It's amazing. I'm gonna mark this this minute on the on the podcast. I want to go go back to this and actually make this happen. Anyway, this is episode seventy Spice Boys podcast. We're here. We're live. We're loud and we're proud, yeah. and we're spicy. See, we are spicy. Hear us roar. Uh, is that a song? Uh, no, that was a. It was an old, yeah, I think it was, but it was an old anthem. I was like, I am woman, hear me roar. Oh, it's, um, uh, what's it? What's her name? Um, um, Katy Perry. <laughs> no, that th- her song's called Roar, but yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. one that I'm talking about oh, is like yeah, an yeah, older yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> mm. Anyway, um, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up? How are you, <sighs> dude? You know. Arrived on time. You're looking very, <laughs> very American tonight. Oh yeah, how so? You're wearing a T-shirt that has oh stars, the United States of America, and is that fifty stars? There's Have you no got way. It? There's that's fifty. It's fifty thousand stars. <laughs> that's maybe. way too many stars to be fifty. <laughs> Man, I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, you know. Did you have to sing that song? Proud to be an American. And he's in the free. No, I, I, uh, oh, when I, when I, uh, became a, uh, a citizen of this beautiful country. No, I didn't sing that. Um, there's like 10 questions. It's like easy. You, like, you had to get through, yeah, I, mean, I guess you had, like, how, how, old, how old were you whenever you got your citizenship? Oh, when was that, Brad? 2012. I was, it was 2012. So, 28? 28. Did yeah. that right? Yeah. I was wow. there for it. I witnessed it. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me he's not a citizen. I saw it happen. <laughs> See? That's Dude. awesome. I saw yeah. multiple people become yeah. citizens that day. Did it make you proud to be an American? kind of does. Like, Dude. And they had, oh, right, they had guys, like old guys, um, dressed as Confederate soldiers so you can take photos with them. That, that seems a little scary. <laughs> right? You remember this? They had different soldiers there. Yeah. Were they Confederate? Really? Or were they like revolution? <laughs> Something. I don't know if they were Confederate soldiers. Or were they like, yeah. did, were they fighters of the Alamo? Maybe. Because I, I went and saw the Alamo this week. They had, they had, they had they soldiers had mus- dressed oh, up. Oh, they had, they had like, muskets. They had muskets. For sure. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It's definitely That's cool. Yeah. Where is like a stadium up in Cedar Park? Or Yeah. It's, it's uh, a big like. Yeah. It's like was a, it the HEB Center? No. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a high school uh, gymnasium. Oh, it's a gymnasium. <laughs> Was it a stadium? My bad. <laughs> it was an all-American high school gymnasium. They had a U.S. flag up there too. But it's still cool. It's still cool to see it's like cool. how all the families were so excited. Yeah, and like so. Um, you know what? Been doing that since 2012. So you have dual citizenship then? I do not. They you don't uh, have, you had they your... they made me. I uh, had to denounce my uh, my uh, Philippine citizenship. Really? Yeah. Stupid. I know. That's that's yeah. It's all. It's crazy. Every, yeah. every country is different. That's weird. I was, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that like the last minute. Mm. They 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 were telling him like choose they were, one. They were they were having to swear in. They looked at him and they're like, "You got to choose." 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it was like a, it was like the like a final yeah. round of Jeopardy or something. Had to give an Ira like, come on, really? <laughs> no, you think it came all this way? To, yeah. You know who did do, denounce his uh, American citizenship though? Who? Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> I did not know that, but yeah, yeah. Right before he killed JFK, man, or did he? Did he? I don't know. I don't know. Do I don't know, know, man? Grassy you Nell. Know. That's all I know. Grassy Nell. Um. So yeah, we're here. We're going to talk about the movie, and we're going to drink some beers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're all the way at episode seventy. Seventy. Who's seventy? That seventy show. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you guys watch that show? I did. I watched parts of it. Yeah. yeah, I like that show. That's a good show. Um. Yeah. So, what else is going on, Brad? How's work? It's Friday. You just got off work, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Been good. Yeah. Holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys do on Thanksgiving? Nothing yet. Yeah. I'm trying not. I try not to do too much during Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I'm be working a lot. Yeah. Mm. You guys gonna have any like uh, at the food truck? You have any like waffle turkey dishes? No. What about? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we're gonna even gonna be open for Thanksgiving Day. But I did see that Alamo is doing a like Thanksgiving feast. If you go to the movies on Thanksgiving Day for like an extra like twenty or thirty dollars, you can get like a full Thanksgiving dinner. Wait, they're open on Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense because their movie theaters are always open on Christmas Day. When yeah, thinking. yeah. Um, Wait, do they ever close? Yes, they close one day out of the year for like. Uh, an employee like party oh, that they have. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like when companies do that, have a, a, uh, employee appreciation <laughs> weekend, not just a day or something. Yeah. Like a party. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, I got a little hint for you guys. Uh-oh. If you guys want to have a Thanksgiving feast for free. So me and Katie have <laughs> been doing this for like the past couple of years. There's, yeah. there's a bar, a freaking name of the bar. It's, it's on, it's around campus. And every Thanksgiving, they bring a feast, and you just show up, you watch football, you drink beer, and you eat all the food. Oh, really? Anyone can show up. Anyone can show up. Is it backlot? I'm not. It's maybe. I, know, I, was <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But it's 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 around there. I'm gonna ask her. Uh, but yeah, it's if it's on campus. There's not too many places. It's gonna yeah. be. Yeah. Backlot's like one of the main places. And backlot and uh, what's the other hole in the wall? It might be backlot, but I'm not sure. Well, that, but yeah, you know that's where I work. Backlot? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know that. That's <laughs> where the truck is. Oh. I don't think they have a truck in the in this bar. It's like a really old bar. But they have they have couches. They have leather couches. They have, all, yeah, it's all free stuff. Free food. Hmm. So, and this is like. Things get like turkey and oh yeah, every, yeah. like all every, the fixings yeah. yeah oh all of it all <laughs> of it all the fixings all of, all the stuff things <laughs> we're gonna go through that yeah. you just show up and you just free? show up yeah you just you know I mean obviously you get a drink you pay pay for the beer Wouldn't, but you, uh you can bring your own it's it's sort of a potluck but it's up to you but they always have the all of the 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 all you know turkey and mashed potatoes and all that stuff. God, I'm so hungry right now. I am too. too. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's a secret. Maybe I'll just go over <laughs> no there. No just knows. Let's go over there and just get some Thanksgiving dinner. Then 
come back. Yeah, dude. You want to go go over there and get stuffed real quick and then come back? Dude, oh, man. Do um, we have that saved somewhere? Uh, yeah, it's saved as an audio file. Um, <laughs> it's the same as my uh, alarm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that's been a year to, almost a year to date when you, uh. Oh, yeah. You said that. Revealed that, that information. Yeah. Yep. What's your favorite <laughs> Thanksgiving dish? Side <laughs> piece. <laughs> Uh, oh man, we're, that's a that's a throwback for yeah. all of you new listeners. Um, so let's get into the movie. Yeah, now. so the movie I picked for today's episode: Triple Frontier, Netflix movie. Netflix is you know just churning them out left and right. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh, they got a big budget. Yeah, uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, heavy cast. Um, Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, Charlie Hunnam, uh, and I forget the name. Oh, well, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. Narcos guy, and uh, also in Game of Thrones, the Viper. Oh, I forgot that yeah. that dude was in that. Yeah, yeah, he's also playing the Mandalorian. Well, he's in oh, there, right? Right. He plays. He play. He is the Mandalorian. Oh, spoiler alert. I don't well, think it's a spoiler. spoiler. Oh, it's not? No. <laughs> Non-spoiler alert. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, have said that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Netflix movie called Triple Frontier. And I got a beer. I got Belgian triples. Ooh. Ooh good call. From uh, New Belgium. If it's, I'm assuming it's an easy drink. I mean, I like New Belgium. I, are, you, are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is this a It's not triple drink? IPA. It's just uh, a Belgian triple. It's only eight, 8.5%. Oh, yeah. oh, is it? <laughs> See, this is why. It's all good, though. <laughs> Once you do a podcast, I mean, you, don't, you don't pay attention to the ABV. You just see the name. Dude, it makes sense. The, I'm, all, I'm all for this. No, I think that this is a great beer, but however, triples aren't very like, yeah. Oh, I mean, you know what? Hey, it's Friday. It almost Thanksgiving. Friday. You know what? Yeah, that's yeah. Good. No, I'm excited about it. Um, so I like the uh, I like right. the, the label for this. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a nice little. It's got three very um, Belgian looking women in robes holding up a chalice. I think they're ready to be served, toasted. <laughs> hey, those are three spicy girls. Where's three <laughs> spicy boys? Looking, you guys want to do a there, toast to that? Yeah. Let's do it for the three right, girls. So if, you're <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening along and uh, you like what we're saying, and you want to see that, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you want to crack a cold one with the spicy boys. Now is the time. Hold on, Jeff's got to get his. Uh, where's yours? Was, where's mine? It's right in my hand. Oh, I knew that. Now is the time to pop that top. Oh, I like I like that. You know what? Every time I have one of these, for some reason, the phrase that comes to mind is "tang." It's a kick in the glass. Oh, and in the mouth, <laughs> and in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I always feel like I got kicked in the mouth. Like not in a bad way. It just like it like hits you with this flavor. I'm a huge fan of Belgian triples, so thank you for that. Oh yeah, hey, huge. You're fan. welcome, Ryan. Um, fist bread. There you go. Fist me. Triple threat. <laughs> Triple fist. Triple. 
Uh, so yeah. Uh, when this came out, I well, when I when I watched the trailer, like, oh, it's pretty good. I like, I love heist movies. Yeah, you know, and I like, I'm, I like military movies. Yeah, you know, especially when like special ops, like uh, uh, like Black Hawk Down. It's one of my favorite military movies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I mean, I mean, I like Ben Affleck when I saw I saw Oscar Isaac because then it's like, oh. I'll, and I really like his movies. So like, you know what? It's free. It's Netflix. And just watch it at home. Give it a shot. So, um, yeah. So logline, Ryan, go. <laughs> when a group of former soldiers are collected together for one last mission together, they go deep into the Amazon and find themselves Facing the demons they tried to escape before. So we got time. I'm, I don't need more time. Oh. Oop, did I? Oh, there there we, we go. go. Sorry. So <laughs> I feel bad. We started this whole thing of rushing people to do log lines <laughs> now. Keep showing your toes. So like a special yeah. option. That was quick. That, that was expected. Very, I did yeah. not expect. Well, and I didn't expect to be chosen first either. But hey, good job. I feel like it. Right. Feel like it. Is it because we procrastinate so much and we just punches. it just yeah. keeps the podcast rolling that we have to force each other to? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to go next? <laughs> I'll go next. When five former special ops soldiers. When the soldiers, when they, (laughs) they need to steal money from a, five special ops soldiers need to do, woo, my God, it's two in a row. I have the best log line. That was good. I didn't finish my last log line. Oh my god! I was feeling it, but I didn't. I didn't finish it. It's kind of embarrassing. I picked this goddamn movie. <laughs> fucking log, log line. All right, Brad, go. When a group of special forces meets up, reunites for one last opportunity oh, to go raid. A drug lord's house and to take the riches that are rightfully theirs. Oh. I don't know if it's really rightfully Man. theirs. I think that's the opposite. I mean, that's a, <laughs> I'm not condoning. There's, a, there's an argument I'm not, there. I'm not condoning you know. stealing. So. Yeah. Uh, well, this, I mean, disclaimer. If, you, if you're a veteran, maybe. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Yeah, I get, I get, I get what you're saying. But like, why should all the, you know? Yeah. To quote my favorite musician of all time, Kanye West, no I one man should quotes. have all this power. There you go. Um, I think I quoted that same line in the last episode. I think you did too. All right, so here's what a uh, MDB log line: Loyalties are tested when five friends and former special forces operatives reunite to take down a South American drug lord, unleashing a chain a chain of unintended consequences. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's pretty, pretty, 
we're good. Yeah, okay, yeah. so before we get started on this, I want to read you guys, or read from memory something that I read earlier today. I'm not even going to look up the actual thing just because it was pretty ridiculous. I kind of want to go off like what my memory of it was. Okay. But I was looking through reviews on, I think it was just like Google reviews of this movie. Yeah. And I read this review and it made me laugh for so long <laughs> that like it's stuck in my mind. And so I'm going to do the best I can to recreate what this guy was trying to say. Okay. He said, as a fan of propaganda filmmaking, such as Captain Marvel <laughs> and 13 hours, which are movies profit like using propaganda to fuel people to become soldiers. This movie was another great example of art being used as propaganda, except this movie <laughs> was not propaganda to try to get people to enlist into soldiership. This movie was propaganda to deter ex soldiers from going into the private sector. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Pretty good. Oh, it was great. He was like, and then it goes on and says, the views were very pretty. Like, the acting was very good. But if they would have all made away with the money, I feel like this mo movie would have been a lot better. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Like, I feel like they're not being truthful in showing what it's like as a former soldier to make a lot of money yeah. doing, like, Shady dealings. It, that, that's the gist of kind of what it was. I, but anyways, I, it made me laugh a lot. That's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. Uh, what do you think in the movie initially, Ryan? <clears throat> initially? Yeah, yeah. Or after it ended? Oh. <laughs> because here's the thing. I think... I, I'm going to pull another quote real quick. <laughs> He's speaking in quotes. Francis Ford Coppola, when he made uh, Apocalypse Now... At the Cannes press conference, he said, my movie wasn't Vietnam. Well, my movie wasn't about Vietnam. My movie was the Vietnam War. He said, we came in with too much money and too, like, and too much artillery. We were unprepared for what we had to actually face. And I feel like this movie was Vietnam in a way. <laughs> like, you've got like an insane director. Yeah. Like, you've got... Like, an insanely good director. You've got a cast that's just, like, some of the yeah. best of the best, like, in their prime. Yeah. Doing a movie about guys that are past their prime. And so, I don't... For me, that was the big problem. Yeah. Was that you, you got these really good actors all in this movie about people that are trying to kind of relive something else. When these guys are in their prime, so they're, like they're that's living not, it now. yeah, they're living a, their prime right really now. Really good point. That's a good point. That's a good point you said, yeah, about because um, when when the the credits were rolling, I was kind of like my eyes were just big because like all these names. Uh, yeah, Catherine Bigelow is one of the EPs. Yeah, uh, it was written by Mark Bowl, who wrote The Hurt Locker, which is one of my yeah. favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and that's what I kept on thinking about because Hurt Locker, I think, is like a like a perfect movie like it would be it would probably be a spice x for me if we reviewed Ooh. it on here uh, i'm not gonna say that for sure because i haven't seen it in a while but i <laughs> i love that movie but i was like what's the difference between the two 
And because, I mean, you got another great director here, Catherine Bigelow, uh, obviously produced this, yeah. but it was just like, it was like, it was too much artillery yeah. and it wasn't as much like actual, like having to fight for it. Uh-huh. You know, there wasn't like, there wasn't like a real struggle yeah. that it was ever felt yeah. during this movie. How about you, Brad? No, it's kind of hit the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> it's, um, well, when I first saw the, I mean the cast alone, I was like, Oh dude, the cast special forces. I'm, I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, definitely Oscar Isaac. Like as soon as I saw Oscar yeah. Isaac's name, I was like, okay, sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the, like the, the log line and everything, like reading the synopsis, you're just like, or the plot, you're like, okay, I'm definitely yeah. going to watch this movie. Yeah. Um, wait, Brad, are you telling us that you looked at the log line before reading your own log line before I watched the movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I, I just kind of like, I saw it on Netflix and then, yeah. you know, I was like, sure, I'll watch it. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. So do you think, I'm going back to what you said. Do you think Ben Affleck's in his prime still? I mean, I don't think he's past his prime. Like, I think the town was great. Like, okay, Batman was a little bit of a, a dip for him, but like, I okay, he's I a, done. Gone he was Girl a good was Batman. Great. <laughs> no, I like him as Batman. Because so, I felt like Ben Affleck, I was like, he kind of feels like he, his role. I was like, I kind of feel like he fits his role a little bit. Like, I feel like. Yeah, I kind of could believe him a little bit more. Yeah, but how many and, years ago was Gone Girl? Ooh, five? Let's say like five, maybe. Oh, okay, uh, maybe four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I might. I just. I don't know. I. I guess I don't think about Ben Affleck being past his good stage because I feel like he's been in his good stage for so long, but. That does make just kind of stay now. there, yeah, and not just acting, just directing too. I, by the way, I saw this movie yeah. the day it came out on Netflix. Oh yeah, oh really? Yeah. So oh nice. shit. So, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So when it came, like I yeah. saw, I saw it appear. I was like, yeah. that's what I said. I read it. I was like reading Netflix. I was like, oh shit, I want to watch yeah. this movie. So yeah. like, I was hooking a trailer. Mm. It was just the Dude, whole, yeah the, the heist the heist part. I was like, I'm in. Right. Yeah. I'm in. And watching a. Uh, and I th- I thought Ben Affleck was gonna be the lead guy to this, so well, I, he kind of was for a yeah, bit. Yeah, but I mean, I I love, I love Oscar Isaac more than I love Ben Affleck. Yeah, I'm the same way. But oh, yeah. then as soon as right off the bat, it's Oscar Isaac like leading this this surge. It's like okay, I thought because you have well all five. All five actors are kind of in, in in their own respect. They're pretty. They're really good lead actors. Right. So I was kind of wondering. I was kind of questioning who's going to be the lead on this movie. Um, uh, but uh, I mean, what was I was going to say? Um, I like the movie, but it's. I won't remember this movie for like a week, couple of weeks from now. It was. It was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's like you're, it's like an action movie that you're like, like okay, yeah, like if I, in, but for me, like if it were somebody else doing it, I probably would have liked it more. Yeah, but because of the expectations of like, because that director also did a most violent year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if with you guys Oscar Isaac, right? Yeah, 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 which was amazing. Yeah. What was there was one more movie that he, he did. did? Um, a violent year. Most violent uh, year, yeah. Most violent year, and he did another another uh, 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 
well-known movie. Yeah, hold on. Let me pull it up. But uh, J.C. Um, Chandler's his name. He did, oh, he did All is Lost, which is the uh, Robert Redford, like, Lost on a Boat movie. And then he did, uh, yeah. Um, but I I like and Margin the, Call. I like the... I like character uh, characters who are have a very specific skill, and <laughs> I'm not talking about taking. <laughs> Everyone goes to that. No, I like the uh, I, I like the because uh, right off the bat, Oscar Isaac is the only guy who's not wearing a helmet in that whole raid in yes. the beginning of the movie. Yes. As soon as I, I, that kind of, that to me, that registered, okay, he's really good at this. He's like, you know, or was really good at this. Then, and it's, it kind of just felt the same for when they actually did the heist where everyone was, you know, they're kind of, they're, they weren't in, yeah, they weren't in, wearing helmets. Like, dude, you're going to get killed. What's, oh, you're special ops. So you know what you're doing. Yeah. I like people who, yeah, who, uh, um, like when, when uh, movies would have lawyers and they actually like really good lawyers in the movie or vice versa. Uh, soldiers is really good, especially this one where it's very tactical. Um, but uh, I do, I also, I, I do like the uh, parts where, um, um, you know, people, you know, people think like, Oh, you're special ops uh, soldier and, or uh, Navy SEAL that you, you're smart and and you make maybe you make a lot of money, but I, I I like the dynamic of almost like humanizing that that uh occupation of you know Ben Affleck could even sell a condo for God's sake and now it's almost like they need I mean everyone needs the money yeah yeah um so I yeah. like I, I like I like that part of the movie where it's almost it's not it's not a it's not a big stake but it made sense for what the movie is about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's interesting too, because it's like, okay, well these guys, you know, they sacrifice so much. Yeah. I do like the moral of the movie. Yeah. I yeah. Do, Cause it's like, these guys sacrifice so much. They don't have anything left. Yeah. So they're going to use the, the skills that they do have to do some good. Yeah. And get rich in the process. Yeah. And, I, but like, it was just something like that script must have been amazing to read, but there was just something lost in between like the yeah. script and like the production. Yeah. There were some, just like, yeah, the, there's some high points for me and that there's definitely some low points. One of the low points, Charlie Hunnam cannot play another American act, American character ever again. His accent <laughs> is so bad. Well, did you hear, I think so we talked bad. about this last week. But apparently, Hunnam, whenever he did King Arthur, had to get a dialect coach to reteach him how to do English because he's been playing in American roles for so long. Oh, man. So, I've never seen a... a, a that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, what's that show he's on? Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. I haven't either. So, here's the thing. I like Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. I don't think he's ever find found a role right for him though like he was okay that's a, that's, he that's, a, find that one that's a good point yeah yeah he's like that's well he was because like i remember watching him in that judd apatow show the undeclared yeah the one with uh yeah it was like one of it was right after freaks and geeks they did undeclared and he was in that and i was like i remember thinking like this kid this guy's like a good actor yeah. 
and then like kind of watching his career since then and i've always been like this guy's really good but i just don't feel like he's ever found like his like like i feel like he's like a like a sweet spot like one day he's gonna find a role and he's gonna win an oscar (laughs) but like not with the stuff that he's doing right now for some i guess yeah that's a good point it was just really distracting to me his accent like he sounds like a british guy a, a british guy who's trying to t- talk with an american accent although he was good in uh pacific rim i will say that he, was he in the first one right yeah yeah was he in the second one i don't know because i didn't see the second, uh, okay. I seen the second one but i don't yeah. think so but uh yeah like you said i like the 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 moral compass of the movie where you you know veterans who should should be making millions of dollars doing defending our country and just you know oh, yeah. sacrificing everything and they end up coming home with almost nothing yeah um which kind of you know this whole operation made sense uh, in the which, beginning i mean i don't think any of us are going to sit here and argue that like veterans don't deserve more than Dude, they're given yeah it's yeah, so i'm it's, not going to fight so I'm, I'm very grateful yeah it's yeah give him all the money Kobe, LeBron, just, <laughs> I don't know what, Share all this, your wealth. yeah, so, it's, but, um, uh, one of the high points, though, for me, cinematography, this movie looks amazing, at one point, I, I was looking at some of the aerial shot where, uh, like, is that, is that a real bridge, is that a real place, um, when they were driving through, when doing the recon, this big, windy, bridge in the middle of the forest or something that looked beautiful and yeah it's and uh i looked it up it's uh it's a cinematographer who did uh fury yeah i love that movie yeah that movie is great yeah um but yeah it's uh um i love the the moral compass and i mean for the most part i was kind of i mean there was tension in the movie for me there wasn't there wasn't enough tension for me oh yeah no no like i felt like there were spurts of it mm-hmm. mm. like i thought oscar isaac at times like i didn't know how to feel i, I had a hard time feeling him out like because i everything like, that i thought okay, he was this, gonna i thought something was gonna happen he's gonna turn or something he was gonna turn yeah i thought the same well, so, because every role that you know him from he turns <laughs> yeah think about it it's a drive ex machina i mean yeah. A most violent year, if you've seen that. <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis. <laughs> and they set it up for that. Star yeah. Wars. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, that's true. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Obi-Wan. That's a good point. <laughs> Yoda. What? <laughs> Luke Skywalker. But, no. um, yeah, that's a good point. Because like, the whole time I was like, man, he's just, there's something about this. He's got this like so, vi- very untrusty yeah. vibe to him. So. Which makes him work really well. Yeah. But it's. It was it was too too forward like pro- progression. Well, it's okay. It's, we can do this. This is it. We're gonna get this. But the whole time, like man, he's. Not, I feel like he's not because he has his own agenda, right? Because he was the one. He was the only person that pushed it. Like everyone else had hesitation, and he was like, you know, he kept going back to like, this is the time. This is right. This is the info I have. This yeah. is the right time to well, do this. And that was and like. I mean, that was the character arc. That's why, like, at the end, whenever they're all, like, signing their rights away, mm-hmm. he, he, like, sits there for yeah. a second and looks at them. But you never, I never, like, whenever I was watching that, like, I never once thought that he wasn't going to. 
Really? No. Yeah. I the whole time I was like, well, of course he's gonna, just because it's too obvious. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I I never thought Oscar Isaac was gonna like turn or anything, but I thought there was just gonna be some more conflict with something with him. I f- so I totally agree. And that's where I yeah. thought the major conflict was yeah. gonna come into play because they when they when they went and you know raided the house or you know it was so again like the the part I did appreciate was like you mentioned like tactical it was very yeah. just to the point there wasn't like a it wasn't like a michael bay film there wasn't that like a yeah, yeah, that whole very, yeah the the chemistry of yeah, like this is how just, it really is being you know special ops yeah, I mean, and amazing. like having gone through that and like having to deal with like real life and yeah. you know they kept on talking about like the way things were back yeah before and like and they're talking about their, their kill count and just like casual and it was just conversation. Like, yeah, because they've been doing this for years and years and years. It's like, how do you go back? Basically, yeah. the whole, the like, this movie could be summarized as, like, how do you go back to the life yeah. that you had before? Right. Yeah. yeah. And and that was really it. Yeah. And, but that, that's what you got from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything, yeah. it kind of just yeah. played out the way I thought it was going yeah. to. and yeah. Which isn't bad, but it was, but it, there's it, always that point where you want, like, I'm reaching for more. I was grabbing for more the yeah. whole time. Well, and that's interesting that you said about like the whole Oscar because they do set it up for like that Oscar Isaac to be like a bit like that be like a huge, a huge um, him be like the main conflict, but they don't do that, which makes me think, you think that was like a Netflix thing? I, I mean, know. I don't want to start throwing conspiracy it, theories out there, but you've got like one of the, best writers in Hollywood <laughs> yeah. as far as like war movies go. Yeah. And then you've got a great director. Yeah. And the only thing that's not working there. And this is, a, is Netflix to your point. Um, this was a, I'm this so is, never getting a job at Netflix. <laughs> this is hundred. No, this is 100%. This, Netflix, uh, job. Uh, <laughs> this is entire, entirely a Netflix production. It wasn't, like Netflix bought this. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. It's all Netflix. Oh man, I feel like I just started I, a conspiracy yeah. theory that's going to take us down a bad road, yeah. but, fellas. I, I just, I, I waited for it. Like I said, I don't think he was going to turn. I just thought it was going to be like, oh, by the way, there's just some info I left no, out. No, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. We're, no, I sorry guys, too late. We're here. We got to do this. And no. I, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think that could have, I don't know the conflict yeah. that, happened it was like you guys like it yeah kind of i don't know at times it felt a little forced for me and yeah you I, guys, go ahead you like that ufc fight at the beginning that's pretty pretty oh, badass okay. that was pretty dope yeah i love i love the guy that that uh what's his name garrett mm. yeah i like the he just kind of um that line where uh when when oscar isaac trying to convince his brother charlie hunnam's like this is it this is you know 17 grand should do a recon that's guaranteed and if you, if you guys don't want to f- move forward that's fine but i'm telling you it's going to be uh, like, upwards of like 250 million then and his brother's like just kind of in an, 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 a locker like come on guys focus is you know you know this is this is my fight then they were walking to the uh the octagon and uh and he's still focusing the fight and Oscar, i was like how about you you with me he's like yeah man with you yeah, it's just when we fight. Like it's no, there's no thought put to it. Like that kind of that told me, okay, they've been. I mean, it's like a different bond of brotherhood with them. Like whatever, like whatever you say, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. All right, now, now let me fight. And 
I like that whole. I like I, I like that the the chemistry of of, of them that that really uh, uh, resonated to me. But as far as they're you know they really know each other to the core and and mm, uh, to the core to the core <laughs> to the core. Um, it's kind of like us bros, huh? Yeah. The Spicy Boys. Yeah, dude. The Spicy Bros. Should we change our name to Spicy Bros Podcast? We should. We should do that and then go raid a drug lord's house. Yeah. Dude, 250 mil. Is El, El Chapo getting out anytime soon? Did he escape again? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, his son? Oh, his son. They let him go. Little Chapo. Little Chapo. I think they let him go, right? We're going to get We're going to get raided. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna get raided? Yeah, dude, we love Talking Mexico. About Chapo. We like Mexico. I mean, I hope they don't take this. Um, just don't take the podcast. So we, can keep, <laughs> we can keep giving quality content to our listeners. Um, what's that? What's that old country song? Where it's like, you can take the money, you can take the guns, but please, please, don't take the girl. <laughs> I think I say freedom. <laughs> <laughs> That's also probably okay. a, uh, yeah. Uh, I could make that into my own song. Uh, <laughs> Don't take my freedom. I go ahead, Red. How did you feel about the greed part? I loved it. The, the, that's there's one. There's a scene where uh, it was kind of okay. It's I feel like it's it's universal. Where I mean, we all love money, you know. And I think it it, it was very we're about the last scene. No, not the last scene. I think um, I think I think, I think that humanized them. Yeah, I think it took them from a level of like being these special forces, you know, they know everything to, okay, now they know how much, now they're seeing all this money. Dude, once they're tearing those walls apart, like, holy and shit. that's when it started to be that like, house is okay, guys, this is like way more than we, yeah. and then that's when like the real reality, world, yeah, yeah, reality kicked, kicked in. Just like leading were, up to it, um, Ben Affleck, I mean, is basically, it, it's, it seemed like he is the commander of this group when they were in special forces yeah. he was like if 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 you want to um if you want to turn around it's time to do it we're not wearing uh we don't have the, the stars and stripes in our chest or whatever like that and uh um if you do this we're coming home different people there's no going back and if you want if you want to turn around this this is the moment and he was mm. kind of just giving them step by step this is how it's going to happen this is it you know we're going to kill one guy and uh, that's it. We can take the money and we're out. But as soon as he saw this, that money in the wall, and he's like, no, 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 we can, we, we, we can fill like a few more bags. Then the guy said, all these years, we've never, you've never missed a heart out. Like, what is wrong with you? So that's kind of, oh, man. It's like all those years of sitting and probably, I feel like, like all yeah. those years of like just yeah. Yeah. sitting through his life. And yeah. 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 I like, mean, probably, I thought that there's was probably like, things that he like regrets, like, going back yeah and so as soon as he saw that he was like this is my one time yeah. which i felt like that was kind of for me it was kind of introducing to being a movie where you know you see him struggling sell condos and his daughter's just kind of like not really on his side and mm-hmm. and when oscar like asked the daughter uh blah, 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 like um asking about how's like family doing and she said like oh he's uh um oh she's like she's not a problem talking about her mom so I felt like Ben Affleck's been trying to find that one thing, like who, like his redeemable factor to his family. And yeah, he's yeah. like, fuck it. I see all this money. I got I got it. I got to take it home. Yeah. But yeah, I like the whole, that part where it kind of, from being like tactical, just, they just flipped the switch flipped and they're like, we just need to get all this money. Get, 
you got to get that money, man. And the greeds would weight them down. Yeah. Oh, that's but good. Some, yeah. Woo. Damn, Brad, coming out with the the hard hits. I started like freaking out like when they start burning money. What? <laughs> nah, man, I get it. <sighs> that was a. I don't know. Not burning money. When they start, start throwing the bags of money. There's a you, there's a part of you that's like, oh yeah, what would you do? Yeah, you know, like, but again, you're just like you're in the middle of nowhere. You, it's like this is what you have to do, man. Yeah, I mean, survive. You, yeah, you want to you want to survive and have a little bit of money, or do you want to be dead and have all the money? That's the question. It's like this paper is not going to do anything for you. Yeah, you yeah. can Stop burn chasing it. paper. You can burn it and stay warm. Like it's that's that was like that's crazy. Those though. are the points yeah. about the movie I really liked. Yeah. yeah. That I mean, whole it was very realistic. Yeah. The, the second act is kind of for me. Come on, let's just get where we're going. Mm. It, it kind of felt like Lord of the Rings for a second. Oh, they're just kind of, you know, instead of a ring, they're just dragging bags <laughs> and bags and bags of cash. Trying to get to Mordor. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a good movie. Forgettable, huh. forgettable. Yeah, but good. I, th- I, th- I think it was. I. Th- I feel like it could have been so much better. And that's, that's what keeps yeah. on bothering me is that like, it was like, I don't know. Kept, I kept reaching. Yeah. I was yeah. reaching. Like for I, more. I have like a, a rating set in mind right now. And I keep on like one, like thinking about pushing it up, but I don't think I'm going to. I have go ahead. No, I was gonna say, that's good. Yeah. I, in, anytime we review movies on this podcast, I always am like, I start to be like, appreciate movies more. Yeah. Yeah, because like we, I don't like I don't think that there was necessarily like anything like like craft wise like bad about it because it looked great, but 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 I just didn't. When it comes down to it, the first your first initial reaction should is be the, true, the way you read is the real way, yeah. right? So, um, all right, Brad, you go first. Oh, I think I'm gonna. Double up on what I did last time. Oh, double down. Double dip. Double dip. All right. Fun movie. Didn't quite get where I wanted it. Great actors. Loved it. The, loved the acting. Loved the cinematography. Story wasn't quite there. I'm going to give the movie a Naga Viper. Beer, though? Triple? Belgian style ale. Triple. Why do I keep thinking it's triple threat? From Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah, New Oh, New Belgium. Yeah, they're they're, they're big brewery. I'll give the the beer a Trinidad Scorpion. Oh. So this beer, even though it's just pretty high alcohol content, I did not taste yeah, I did it. Not, it didn't yeah. have like the big kick to it. No. Drinkable. And, and uh yeah, this is pretty good, man. So you rate the movie Naga, Naga and the beer Trinidad? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that the first you rate uh beer higher than a movie? No, last week. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's why I said I'm going to okay. double up on it. Oh, I think you're making a double up on the rating. Mm-mm. All right. Ryan, you go next. Okay, I'm going to give this movie a cayenne pepper. <laughs> Four out of ten. Yeah. Is that and your lowest? The, no, it's not the lowest. Over we gone. No. Um, but I'm going to give the beer a Trinidad Scorpion. Oh, okay. Hey, cheers to I that. Did lo- I love this beer. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree on the beer, Trinidad. Eight out of ten. I'm gonna give the movie Ghost Pepper. Six out of ten. Boom. Boom. It's a good day. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. The heist part, like, I'm in. But 
you got kind of dragged on, but there's some good points, some flaws. Like I said, it's a good movie. It's it's a good movie, but it's it's forgettable. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the Fourth of July. It's like a firework. Brine shite, but it burns it's, out quick. <laughs> or it doesn't light. Because there's cheap ones. It's true. <laughs> it takes off later. <laughs> I uh, I got a question for you guys. Go ahead. So you said right you were kind of reaching and reaching for more which i felt the same way but at the end you felt kind of was it you didn't hate the movie i didn't hate the movie it, it was it was you know it's no like yeah is it if this if this movie because considering the cast has the creative people who's behind it if this movie was in the theaters, would you have the same uh, feeling or same? I think I would actually, I'd probably be harder on it if it was in theaters. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. I feel like the fact that it's, I thought it was a good movie, but it had, it had some flaws. But the fact that it was on Netflix that I was kind of just, I was at home. I didn't. So, I didn't put any effort in, in kind of driving a theater, or because I mean, I, I put Netflix and the, and, and and theater in a separate. I think that's a really category. good point. I I feel the you same know? way. Reference to the last episode we did. Yeah, the king. Yeah, I well, felt, that's what I, I, I felt said. the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that a little bit. It, it, it's more forgivable because it's you're at home. But it should. I guess it's a good point. Should you it know? be? It shouldn't be, right? Well, that's why. That's why I think I'm keeping my rating as low as I did. Is because like you shouldn't, you shouldn't compromise just yeah. because you're watching it at right. home. But for me, that's kind of like a, I don't know. Like, a, yeah, you, you're like. Does oh, that make sense? It's, it's well because I think for the longest time at home movies there was like Hallmark movies, and so you always just you never. They, they were never at the level of yeah like you know theater p- productions or you know like mm-hmm. so i think it's but that shouldn't be held that way yeah. right i mean the budgets are the same for some of these movies yeah so it's it, so now i'm i'm well now we're getting to like a higher like yeah. conversation about like what like how high should we i think we should should you not hold the a, a film in theaters to the same standards as an, to straight to Netflix film, you should. I think I, you should. Yeah, I absolutely think you should. But whenever you're looking at a movie that's like, if you're looking at like Primer versus, I'm talking about same budgets. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with yeah. you. But that's what that's why I'm saying is like, but like I think there's some some differences. Like if you're, yeah, I think every movie should be viewed on a big screen first and everybody should get that chance to but if we're reviewing movies and we're saying oh well i'm gonna give this more leeway just because i watched it at home i don't think that should be the case right right yeah yeah, yeah. okay so we're no, on the same no. boat here yeah. yeah okay but i mean yeah i i i, I totally agree i feel, I feel like okay he's maybe I'll, I'll disagree with ryan for a little bit oh. i feel like it doesn't matter where you screen it. If it's just the art form alone, it should be the same playing field. Just the same as uh, when 
a movie can only be uh, uh, eligible if, if it's it does a, a theatrical release. You know, I think it should be the same. I mean, if it's a good movie, it's a f- good movie. You know, but for 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 it to be eligible for a, an for award, an Oscar. an Oscar, an award that you know that, um, I mean, it's the most prestigious award in in, in filmmaking. I don't think it should just because it didn't show in the theaters doesn't lessen. The See, but that's based on an old rule, and it also makes sure that movies that should be seen in the movie theaters should that will be seen in the movie theaters. And I think that's an important thing because, like, at the end of the day, like the Oscars are voted on by the Academy, like people who are in the industry already it's not like it's not like a like a uh it's not like a popular choice like yeah like pop choice like or, awards or anything like yeah, yeah it's not like a it's like it it's very much like a like a craft of cinema thing and i think it's good that netflix is doing that for certain movies where they are giving them their theatrical run before they take them back to next Netflix like they did with Roma last year. Well, I mean, and the Irishman. No, this what I'm year. saying is giving that theatrical run just, be, just so it'll be qualified for a certain award instead of just, it's a good movie. It's a good well, movie. Yeah. No, you know? I, I get what you're, where you're coming yeah. from. No, I do. But at the same time, like, give the people a chance to see it in theaters if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. But don't make that the, the, the factor for a movie to be eligible in a certain award. And you know, you know, yeah, I, well, I, I like get what, what if, you're saying, but yeah. I don't, what if Roma did not screen in the theaters, just in Netflix? Would then it, it would be a shame. Because That's what I'm like, saying. people yeah. wouldn't have been able to see it in the movie theater. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's it's, it's so still funny. A, it's still a good movie. It's it's still Roma. It's still the, it's, it's the same movie. Yeah, but like the reason that we have the Oscars is because like theater that, because of the theater. Right. And that's what, like, the way it was originally meant yeah. to be seen. So, I feel like if you're going to talk about like that award, yeah. If you're going to talk about like the Independent Spirits Awards, oh no, no, I'm do I'm, whatever you want. No, to, I'm just talking about like about the Academy Awards. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, so well, so you're so I'm kind of, I'm kind of confused. Okay. So, you're, so you're saying? No, I'm just saying if it's a good movie, why could it be in the same level as other good movies? And you're saying that all movies need to be seen in theater to be on the same level? I'm not saying that they yeah. need to be in. I think I, the the fact. So here's the thing. This is what I'm. I don't know what we're talking about. No, no, no. <laughs> so confused. this is this is our my <laughs> argument is that we're wrapping up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, just, yeah. so I think this is a good point. I think though, if a, if a movie is to that level, yeah. and, and somebody who's distributing it knows it, that it's at that level, then it deserves a run in a movie theater before it gets nominated. What makes it? What What is that level? For a for a movie to be on what's what's that level for a movie to be? Oh, that's, that's no, no, a, I'm just I'm, I'm, no, that's a tough question. Yeah, like, like you're, you're asking like, him like what yeah, yeah, yeah. what makes a like movie what, what, what makes a movie like reasonable to be put in a movie theater? Yeah, like a, 
like I, so you're you're asking him like that's, well, a, that's a very very subjective question but yeah. like i feel like any movie that like has like cinematic qualities like if you were to see florida project in a movie theater that would be different than you seeing it on your tv and it would ha- you would have a different experience seeing it in the movie theater and it would make you like the movie more i think like even though you liked it on your tv it would elevate it and i think that any movie that is elevated by an experience in a movie theater should still be released in a theater and i think that the oscars still requiring that is a good thing because it gives people a chance to see these better movies like on a bigger screen because like if you make a $10,000 $30,000 feature film and you want to put it straight to streaming service like that's fine go ahead and go do that and you might have the best $30,000 short like feature film out there but if you're like really trying to like change cinema and do something different then it will get recognized by the academy but what they're trying to do is protect companies from Netflix from taking these movies that are low budget and saying, hey, we'll give you $2 million. We're going to put you straight on your streaming service, but we're not going to allow you to see it in the movie theater like the director originally wanted. So, oh uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like, well, If the, the filmmaker wants it to be seen in, in the big screen, yeah. Well, I don't think any director who has a movie of that quality who's going to be oscar eligible wouldn't want that theatrical release so that oscar like the oscars forcing that still i think helps the directors in their arguments whenever because like some directors make great movies that necessarily wouldn't make a lot of money from distribution so they get bought by netflix but the reason that the oscars holding the the statutes that they are now helps netflix say okay we have to put this movie in theaters before we release it on our streaming service because we want this movie to have a chance at at the award season that's that's yeah that's (laughs) am i making sense yeah no no i think yeah you make a perfect sense i think that's why I was asking earlier yeah. what, what, what were we even like discussing because I was, are, are, did I not like, was I not like, I think we're more just talking. I think we're all just kind of collectively yeah. talking about if, the importance if, of hypothetically, if Joker was just a Netflix movie, it was not released in the theaters. Then it wouldn't get not nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. But does that make the movie any less on that level of cin- of, of cinema quality? No, no, but I, but I think what what's really going on here is that they're There's, protecting they're protecting the filmmakers <laughs> who don't have like that aren't making so, as much money and still letting them get a cinematic release. So I th- yeah, I think I think the point that you're trying to make is is it less quality? And I think we collectively correct me if I'm wrong. We all agree that no, it doesn't make any less quality. Yeah. But Ryan's saying that you have to have these standards and that you that's a, the rule that's the rule yeah. and that they th- yeah well, a it gives us a, it gives us a chance to watch those movies in theaters I think we're all too. yeah agreement agreement that this is i mean i, I yeah I, I i love if right if, if yeah, yeah yeah i mean i love yeah seeing if if an like irishman so, i'm probably gonna go watch in the theaters we just talked about this earlier yeah ryan and i yeah. definitely um but so my thing is I think no I 
I think when it, when it comes down to it, hands down, I think we all like we don't we don't. We're, we're I'm agree. not saying that like if a movie were only released on if you were only ever to see it at home, it would make it any less great. No, I'm I'm just saying the the eligibility how it has to be that just to be to be recognized as a great but, film by the industry. What was that again? Say that one more time. No, for for the for for the academy to recognize a movie to that level, it doesn't matter how good it is. It needs to do a theatrical release. Well, I think that I think that's just trying to protect the filmmakers who do sell oh, to Netflix. I okay, sorry, you know, I see. You don't know, right? Does that make sense? Are you asking that that does every movie need to be? have a theatrical release to be in the Oscars? No, 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 no. I'm, Well, I'm saying, oh, that's, that's the rule. Right. Are you asking that though? It doesn't matter how good your movie is. If it doesn't have a theatrical release, it won't be, it won't I get think, that recognition specifically for the Academy Awards. I think and they all should be viewed at the same level. Do yeah. I think that it has to have that release? I don't know. Cause then that gets into like a whole producing side of it and like getting your I understand to the theaters. That's an actual like, but my argument is like by them, like them doing that, they're protecting filmmakers. Like who wouldn't normally have that chance to be able to still do that? Yeah. Because like some people just need money and Netflix might be giving them the most money that they can. And so by them saying the Oscars saying, okay, well you have to release it in theaters. Netflix can't be like, all right, we're going to give you 1.5 million, but we're not going to show your movie in theaters because we're trying to cut costs. Right. So it's politics. I yeah. like this. This is a really good discussion. No, I think this is one of the best yeah. discussions that we have had. <laughs> yeah. This took a very, very long time to no. get to the point that we were getting to, but no, I, I'm excited about it. The, can, I, I, can we agree though? Like watching movies in theaters though oh, it's, amplifies it's, everything. Oh yeah. 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 Like your audio, your cinematography, yeah. all of it's like, yeah. you're just, you're in your, your your world your happy place yeah you, no, it's, no, no. How, it's more of an escapism whenever you go to the movie theater so oh absolutely so I, i'm my, i guess my point is for there's 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 a a filmmaker out there who's going to make an amazing movie that's going to be in streaming yeah like an amazing movie but it if it doesn't get a theatrical release it won't get that same recognition. And that's what I'm saying. That's why like the whole, I don't, the system, like the Academy system, like I don't think there's going to be a movie that gets released and like everybody's going to get excited about it because what will happen is if there's that much buzz behind a movie, then a studio is going to buy it and nobody's going to be able to put that movie straight on streaming without, because they're going to know if they, if they don't, put it in theaters and they don't get the Oscar buzz, then they're not going to make yeah. as much money as if they just put it straight to streaming. So yeah, I, there might be this rare fluke out there where some movie gets picked up super early pre distribution or something yeah. like that. And it get put, gets put straight to streaming and it becomes a huge hit. But it, I think just the Academy Awards are there. So they're, the, the no, it doesn't make it, it, it doesn't make it any, of a worse movie, but I think those rules are put there so that they can try to help keep from the studios burying movies yeah. or trying to cut corners so they don't put movies out that should be in theaters. Yeah. 
I th- I, yeah, I, th- I think there's it's extremely important to 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 have these these rules. Yeah, and I think that no, you don't have to have a theatrical release to tell to say your movie is the greatest. Of, yeah, of whatever this year or whatever. Like I mean, to, to it's compare. a wonderful life was a made think, for TV movie. But I think in the end, if you're a filmmaker and you make a movie and you know that it's Oscar worthy and you're not. Uh, you don't have a theatrical release. You I would think want part to, of filmmaking yeah. to get it there is you knowing that okay, it's that great of a movie. I need to get it in theaters now. It needs to. I need to put it in this in this group. Even even though, yeah, hands down, you could know you know your movie is on that level. I think that's, that's there has that's, to be these rules. That's kind of my point. Like yeah. outside of the money to politics, objectively, if everyone oh that's a fucking good movie. Yeah, that's think, an amazing movie. I, that should that should get an Oscar. Well, no, but. Like that goes down to an argument of like, does a great movie have to win an Oscar? And it doesn't because there's a bunch of politics in that as well. Like the best movie of the year doesn't always win the Oscar. Well, for the best movie for best film, you mean doesn't it doesn't win the Oscar for best film? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's 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 subjective. I yeah. guess that's yeah, hard, it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean that's like a that's an age old argument. Like but, that's like art is subjective and like film is art. So that's what I'm, yeah. So I think that's a tough one to argue. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if you said, "Hey, I watched this movie at home," and you're like, "Oh, whoa, why'd you why'd you watch that on Netflix?" Like the audio design is what makes Dunkirk the yeah. movie Dunkirk. Oh right? yeah, or cinematography. Oh yeah, I mean there are specific movies that that has to be watched i mean it's that's, it's it's gonna be yeah it's a, think, it's a sin to not watch this movie I think yeah, can argue, some people might argue that to, for every movie yeah huh, I mean, like I, I think that mother should be viewed like in theaters but yeah. there's probably only like a handful of people that like agree with me god man i, re- I really like this conversation <laughs> yeah i don't know it's, I, i've been thinking about that it's, uh, yeah because the whole you, irishman and they're doing the the, the, so, the, the theatrical release so right. it'll be eligible which I mean obviously I mean I, I knew that was coming but I didn't know that that's the rule to be eligible in an yeah. Oscar and to, be, to get an Oscar just to specifically yeah. get a theatrical release I, I thought going in that was the Academy like looking like uh, looking on the entire gamut of of films that are worthy of that nomination doesn't matter no, oh. no, no! You have to have a theatrical release. See, that's, like that's kind of oh, it's, that. it's before yeah. like January first of the year that they're nominated, and that's why you see a bunch of movies come out like yeah. in the, like play like in L- New York and L.A. like right before New Year's. That's why all of the Oscar nominated movies come yeah. out like right at I Christmas. That, I guess that's that's I guess that's my point. I'm sorry, it, it kind of just dragged I on. Think, that's yeah, yeah. I think there's there's these rules, and you have to play yeah. by those rules. Yeah. If you think yeah your yeah. movie's that good, then you're gonna you, you yeah, gotta play so by you, the rules. Yeah, you gotta play by the rules, and you gotta get it in theaters. Yeah. So well, and I, yeah, and like like I like keep saying, like I think it's just pr- to protect people who you, normally wouldn't have that argument because they'd be like, well, we already paid you, so we're just gonna send it straight to th- streaming. It's like a way to be like, oh no, like we have to give you like, right. Like if you're on Netflix and you have a like Ryan said a thirty thousand dollar movie, and it's like. But the the world's raving okay, about I it. Okay, so you're saying the world, if, if the movie is that good, it's going to end up in the theater someone's anyway. Gonna step someone's going to step up and put it on theaters. Step up and yeah. say, "Hey, we're going to give it a theatrical yeah. release." Yeah, like, 
but yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Did we come to an agreement? Not really. What? <laughs> so you so saw <laughs> It's the rules that's kind of. So you don't like the rules. Specifically, do you like? I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just thinking about just filmmaking as a whole. It doesn't matter what it's showing. Well, I mean, there's also an argument yeah. to it that like, if you're a true filmmaker, like you shouldn't be worried about like what the Oscars are saying at all. I see what you're. So yeah. You're, so you're saying like, yeah, yeah. if you don't get a theatrical release, you don't make it to the Oscars. Your film yeah. could still be the best film of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think I'm arguing with you at all. No, but I'm saying it's that the the standard the object it's it's the oscars is i mean i think we all can agree is the highest recognition of a filmmaker yeah. or a film you know that's why they put um in front of every credit like emmy nominated yeah oscar oscar winner it's kind of it, it adds yeah, but it, that, it adds it adds it adds some like credibility, but when you start talking about that, you're talking about politics again. Yeah, because like that becomes a, like a like a big like. See, honestly, that's, that's the, my there's, point. There's the politics. Yeah, there's an argument that like all Oscars are are the studios like basically helping fund their next product projects. Yeah, because they're like, well, we already have this person, so we're going to give this person the Oscar so that we can attach their name to this Academy Award winner. Yeah. But this is a whole different argument. Yeah. That's if you, want to, say, if you mean, want to just say, can you have the best movie of the year and not be nominated for an Oscar or even release in theaters? Yes. But yeah, that's, that's, that's my, yeah, it's like, it's like I'm going to say it's, but it's, it's not, I mean, yeah, we all can agree it, if it, if it's the greatest movie ever and it's, it's not, it's not an Oscar. Yeah. It's, it's still the greatest movie ever, but, it's the it's the 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 recognition of the academy of the oscars well yeah because ever i mean at the end of the day that's what people want is recognition like whether or not you like there are people out there that don't want any recognition at all and yeah. like good for them so, but like everybody craves at least a little bit of recognition i, I don't want i don't mean to carry this on but like is there a movie that has that hasn't had a theatrical release that was the best I don't know won an Oscar that didn't win an Oscar to where people you know where there was like because I feel like I feel like not in my knowledge but I feel like I feel like there's enough people that care about this industry yeah that if if a movie doesn't get there like I know there's a lot of people complaining that yes there are these rules and that like why do you have to have a theatrical release to be eligible yeah I just feel like even though there's these rules, they don't get there if it's that good. I, I do, I don't know. I believe that. Like, if there's a movie that's that good, there's going to be a way that someone's going to step up. The money will be there to get it to get a, it a theatrical release to get a theatrical release yeah. to get there. But yeah. I feel like it's it's the Oscars are it's that's a, that's a business. That's and that's been. An, I guess the that's way kind of where I'm not. Yeah, it's not like. like you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. I, I guess is the way I look at it. Yeah, and it, is it the. Should it be that way? I mean, I think there needs to be rules and guidelines. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like like we said earlier, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean like. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. The, I think the the part that we kind of crossed on, and the part that was the main argument, which I think we both were kind of arguing for, is like the best movie of the year 
doesn't necessarily have to be nominated for an Oscar, but I think any movie that is that good that would be nominated for an Oscar is going to find its way to that point. And the rules are just set in place to make sure that they do get that theatrical yeah. release. It's like the same thing it can. Do you think um, Triple Frontier deserves best picture? Hell no. <laughs> no. Hell no. Anyway, um, well, that concludes a another episode of the Spice Boys podcast, episode 70. We're getting, we're getting 100, boys. It's getting there. Next thing you know, boom, we're in episode 500. Um, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, go watch Triple Frontier if you haven't. Um, we spoiled it, but you know the deal. That's how we do. Um, but uh, yeah, and get yourself some uh, new Belgium Triple Belgian Style Ale. Uh, they're, they're big brew. I mean, it's you can probably get this anywhere, right? Should be able to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all she wrote. Episode seventy of Spice Boys Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Right? That's the thing. Like, share, subscribe. At Don't Sp- forget about us. At Spice Boys Podcast. Instagram. Facebook. Twitter is? Uh, at Spice Boys Pod. Boom. There it is. All right. Thank you. Good night. Brad, take it away. Thank you for listening. Episode 70. Spicy Boys out.